0: Today is October 11th, 2019. It's 88 degrees and very dry, and it's been windy the last couple of days, and it's caused way too many fires and freeway closures. And the reason I'm starting with the weather report. It's because it reminds me of when my great uncle and I used to write each other letters. Every letter that he wrote me, he would put in the upper right-hand corner the date, the time, and the weather. And I loved it. He was very consistent. And so I'm thinking, it might be a good way to start my podcast. So I'm contemplating it. I don't know if it's going to stick or not. But today, I'm starting with the weather. I'm also, by popular demand, going to do a podcast on how I met Motorcycle Man, because I did a poll yesterday on Instagram, and I just thought I'd ask the question, do you want to hear about how I met Motorcycle Man, or do you want to hear about the story of how we got our first and only home that we've ever owned, and by a landslide, the love story won. So today, I'm going to try to tell you about our love story. And I haven't written notes, so hopefully I don't get all crazy all over the page and all over the place. Because what I was thinking is when you have a conversation with a friend, you don't have notes that you refer to. And you don't have a well-rehearsed monologue. Is that is that what it's called? Anyway, you just talk. You just talk to your friend like what comes to your mind so i'm gonna really try to do that here and hopefully it'll just all tie together and not get too off track but i want to begin it with something that i think is super magic um it's something that we discovered years later and it was discovered by our moms each of our moms, because they had had conversations about where they were raised and things like that, and it was discovered in a conversation between the two of them. And this is how it goes: When I was a little tiny thing, my original set of parents lived in Paramount, California, in a, an apartment complex, and the apartment that we lived in overlooked a trailer park, and in that trailer park lived. Rich's nana. And of course, Rich would visit his nana a lot. They were close to nana. So my mom likes to believe that she would hold me at that window that overlooked the trailer park and that I had a view of my husband before before I ever even met him. I think that's incredible. So that's just the little bit of magic that that is sprinkled in this story and then jump ahead 16 later. or 16 years later. and I'm in high school. And Rich and I are a grade and a year apart from each other. And I'm just going to tell you that I knew that he existed way before he knew that I existed because I I spotted him. I spotted him and I thought, wow, that guy is, that guy's hot. Like he is so cute. Um, and he had a girlfriend at the time. Uh, I was a freshman and he was a sophomore and I was at a different campus. This particular school that we went to had its own campus for freshmen, which is kind of weird, but we had our own campus. So the only time I got to to see him or just to spot him was after school. Um, we, I would take the bus to the upper campus because I had tall flag practice and I'm sure, (laughs) I'm sure he wasn't checking out the tall flag girls when he was hanging out after school. So I'm definitely sure he didn't, didn't see me but I saw him and he actually had a girlfriend at the time and he was so romantic with her. I remember thinking that like he would hold her hand and they'd walk around and I would just get all dreamy. Like I wish that was me. I wish that was me. Um, and then that whole entire freshman year, he still didn't know I existed like the whole entire year. But by the time my sophomore year came and his junior year came, I had a class with him, I had science with him, and both of our names, both of our last names started with a W. So guess what? Back row, seated right next to him, and I about died. Like, oh my goodness, this guy that I have thought was just the cutest guy ever, and I got to sit right next to him in science class. So. I took it as my opportunity, I'm like, I'm going to get to know this guy, and um, I have to tell you the insecurities that I had growing up, because I've always been a redhead, and I have freckles, and I just, I'm not like the mainstream kind of girl, meaning, like, I don't look like all the, like a lot of the girls did in high school, and, you know, redheads are basically like unicorns, we're just one in a million, right? so there wasn't a lot of redheads at school and anyway I felt insecure so I didn't think that he would be into me I always thought he'd be into the you know the blonde California looking girls and so I approached it as a friendship like I'm gonna I'm gonna work my way in on the friend friend level so I would just have really fun conversations with him in the back of the classroom. And I remember we would he would talk about how his family would go dirt bike riding and, and how he thought I would love it and enjoy it because for some reason this stands out to me. He said to me, I like you because you seem like a girl who wouldn't mind getting dirt underneath her fingernails. I remember specifically him saying that to me just so random like how would he come up with that but it was kind of cute and I I felt like he really valued me as a friend like you know around campus like he acknowledged me and and I felt like I made a friend and not only that we would um sometimes hang out with each other after school I'd he lived like literally five minutes from my house and so Um, he would pick me up, and we would play basketball across the street from the house we live in, because if you remember, we lived directly next door to his parents, and there's a school across from our house. So we would play basketball up in the school, and just, you know, we were just good old pals. In fact, one of my girlfriends at the time that I was in class with had a crush on him, and she wanted to ask him to Sadie Hawkins, and... So I decided I was going to help her out and set those two up and put in a good word for her. And she ended up asking him to Sadie's and we went on a double date to Sadie Hawkins. And I think, I I think he was starting to realize maybe he kind of liked me. I was like, I was kind of getting those vibes, you know, and, but still, you know, it took a while. And so by the end of Uh, my sophomore year and the end of his his junior year that summer he decided to ask me out and we dated the whole summer for three months in between my junior year and his senior year and it was the best three months of my teenage life I've ever had he is such a romantic guy and he still is even today and so he was a little romantic uh teenager and swept me off my feet completely like he was the kind of guy that would you know just bring flowers to the door and plan special like um for our little one month anniversary he surprised me and took me to the beach and had a picnic and had flowers and made made our our picnic dinner and was super romantic and if I was having a bad day something that he he would do is buy a pack of lifesavers and show up at the door and give me my lifesavers and be like here's your lifesaver for today because you're having a bad day and he just had all kinds of cute little ideas that he'd come up with and he's very affectionate and he loved to hold hands and um It was just really a cool three months of my teenage life. And then right before school was going to start, my junior year, his senior year, he calls me on the telephone and out of the blue breaks up with me. And I'm thinking, like, I thought he was joking. I was like, I didn't even see it coming. So he breaks up with me on the telephone and my heart is just, broke in half like in half i i remember telling my mom when we were dating like this is the guy i mean it just sounds completely insane that a teenage girl would be saying this is the guy mom this is the guy this is the kind of man i want to marry and i always knew he had like this big ginormous heart inside that body of his like he is the most genuine down-to-earth loving person you have ever met and it's a little bit strange because um, some people if you don't get to know him he, he's kind of I don't want to use the word intimidating because I know him on such a deep level but he's got a physique about him that is he's kind of built up top and so he looks strong and he or he is strong and so sometimes people kind of just kind of before they even know him have this image about him until they get to know him and he's just like a big teddy bear really so okay I'm already getting off track again but I'm just saying okay that's what it is his big big heart inside of his body that I've always known was there even as a teenager because like I feel like I know good hearts like I sense them and I knew that he had a good heart so he ended up breaking mine he he broke my heart so bad. I went into like a little teenage depression and it was a rough, a rough junior year for me because, um, he still wanted to be friends. I'll tell you that he did still want to be friends. So that was good, but he, he was, he wasn't ready to say like you're my girlfriend forever until I get married because I mean he's he's kind of smart he wanted to kind of sow some oats before he made that choice and in fact I always had a really good relationship with mama bear his mom so when we broke up she and I had a really heart-to-heart conversation and she ended up telling me that he had told her confided in her that I would be the kind of girl he would want to marry but he wasn't ready for that yet of course he's a teenager and she had said to him well that's great rich but when you are ready she may not be there for you and that's the chance you're gonna have to take so he knew that and he was smart to get his wild oats sown because he was wild I am telling you it is not my story to tell his story but I will tell you my guy was a very wild wild child and he nearly lost his life a couple of times because of the choices that he made they were not the best choices and thank goodness he survived but um so our his senior year we were good friends we were because i wasn't going to blow that i wasn't going to be an idiot so i stayed friends with him And in fact, even in our friendship level, we did some pretty, pretty fun, crazy stuff. Um, The school directly across the street from this house that we live in, because, you know, it is the house next door to the house he grew up in. Um, One night I snuck out of my mom and dad's house house I lived in up the street, five minutes drive. And I took my mom's Bronco. Do you remember the Ford Broncos? Yeah. Everyone knows the Ford Broncos because of OJ Simpson, right? Well, my mom drove, um, a Bronco, a Ford Bronco, and I had that 1965 Mustang and it was loud. So I knew if I was going to sneak out and, and see Rich who, was just my friend, but anyway, I'll take any opportunity to see him. That I was going to take her car because it was far less noisy. So I got into the Bronco, drove down here, and we took a bottle of champagne into the school across the street and they had this jungle gym thing and we got up there and we uh, split our bottle of champagne and we laughed and we talked and maybe we were too loud because someone called the police and ended up uh he was 18 at the time so the officer let him just walk home and put me in the back of the squad car and drove me home and knocked on my parents door in the wee hours of the early morning and yeah I got in real big trouble trouble over that situation but again we were just friends so we were just talking and laughing up there there was no like you know you know, affectionate kissing or anything like that. We were just buddies, having a good time. Um, but that that's a good memory I have, and I just wanted to share it. And I do have a major, major regret in our love story. When he was a senior and I was a junior, and senior, junior, senior prom was coming up, he asked me to prom, uh, even though, again, we were just friends. And I was, I said yes immediately. I thought that, that of course, I'll go to prom with you. But I also have to tell you that I have some jealous bones in my body, like some major jealous bones. And during the weeks that led up to prom, I caught wind that this girl had a major crush on Rich and, and he also was kind to her and everything. And I, in my own mind, decided that he probably wanted to go to prom with her more than me. So I made a big deal about it and told him, hey, you go to prom with her. I bet you want to go with her more. And Rich is the kind of guy you don't screw with. So of course, he's not going to beg for me to go with him. He's like, okay, that's how you feel. I'll go with her. So I never went to prom with him. And I kind of regret that. I regret it I always I bring it up more than I should (laughs) but my motive at the time and I worked at a bookstore in the mall was okay so I'm not going to prom with him but I am going to find like the cutest guy I can find and I'm gonna go to prom anyway and I you know try to make him jealous which he probably didn't even notice I was there but I ended up asking a college boy that worked at The Gap to go to my prom. And he went with me and that was that. And that actually wasn't even a very fun night. Um, It didn't turn out all that well. And I don't even think Rich noticed that I was with this college kid to my... He's never said anything about it. But anyway, those are just some of the little silly stories in our life about how it all came to be. And when he graduated high school, I had one more year of high school left. And he took off and, like I said, got real wild for a few years. And I had no choice but to make other choices at the time. Because, I mean, you just can't sit around and wait for someone. So that's when I did that, you know, moving in with all my roommates and making my fair share of bad choices I mean we were just what a team we were making really bad choices in those couple of years in our lives and then when I was living with my roommates one of them being my boyfriend at the time Rich got a hold of one of my best friends that he knew and asked where I was and She never liked this guy that I lived with. She didn't like anything about him. And she was wise because there was really not a lot to like about him. He had a lot of uh, issues and thank goodness, you know, I didn't stick with that one, but um, she ended up telling Rich where I lived and then called me and said, brace yourself, he's coming. And this is never a good situation when you're living with someone else. So I was just freaked out like you wouldn't believe. And he he knew what he was walking into. And he knocked on our apartment door. And he just felt like he needed to say his piece. And the guy I was living with at the time said, Hey, go, go ahead and say your piece. And he left for the time that Rich sat there in a chair and poured out his feelings. And it almost was like, roles reversed it was like he realized all of a sudden that that i was the girl that he really wanted and it was not the ideal situation because i wasn't i was living with another guy so i decided i had to figure out how to make this work because it had been my lifelong dream since well (laughs) i say lifelong but since i was 16 to be with this guy with the big, big heart. And and he was very good looking too, by the way. He still is. But I decided I had to figure out a way to be with him. So I did. I, I got away from that situation and started dating Brit for a little bit. And by the time I think I was t- 20 like 21 almost 22 he asked me to marry him and it was at a company Christmas party in Long Beach on the Queen Mary and that was a really good day so I mean it wasn't a good memory because actually the Christmas party wasn't that much fun but that's a whole nother story because you know I'm going to not just be like, our life has been amazing and wonderful and just roses and hearts and rainbows the entire time because you know darn well that's not how relationships work. But I'm just telling you the good stuff right now, the really good stuff that started all this. And that is how our love story began. And by the time we were 23, we were married. We got married pretty young. And I think that's about all I'll go and how I met Rich and some of the stories that we share. Um, but it, it's, it's such a good piece of my life. And I'm so fortunate to still be with that one guy that I knew I always wanted to be with. Like I think I've said it in past podcasts that I've just always known that this would be my partner. My partner in life. Um, we balance each other so well and we have had our fair share of rough times and we've stuck out a lot of rough seasons with each other and maybe, maybe eventually I might share a little bit of that but for now I'll just leave you with the rainbows and the lollipops and the, you know, the teenage love because, you know, there's nothing quite as special as teenage love it's just like on fire sparks and that is all for now i wish you peace may the peace surround you and wrap you up like a big blanket and until next time bye